Hello, my name's James Pikeway, and this is the Nightline Podcast. If you're interested in cars, car repair, music, fitness, technology, and more, this is the podcast for you. Interested in more of what's going on at Dubai Eye? Go to DubaiEye1038.com and search out our podcasts and blogs. Want to get in touch with me? Nightline at DubaiEye1038.ae. Enjoy the show. Colin and Dan are here from We Will Fix It, WeWillFixIt.com, which means we're taking questions on home repair and improvement and beyond. We've had car questions. We've had, have we had pet questions? Um, yeah, about Catios. Catios. Yes, yeah. We've had all sorts of stuff. Something's going on where you are. Maybe it's AC, maybe it's other things. Dripping pipes, broken tiles, grouting. I mean, is there anything you guys can't talk about? Um, uh, or we can try, <laughs> and that's really the name of the game, isn't it? Yeah. We'll try, but we'll also be honest too, Which, so when yeah. we don't have that knowledge, we will say. Uh, what's going on in your guys' world? I mean, it's. Uh, I, I was going through the list. We do have a list of things, and when I saw that water tank cleaning is up in the last couple of weeks, I never thought about that one. Yeah, it's busy at the moment. Water tank cleaning. I'll see when, when the, the weather gets warmer. Your water's yeah. warmer, can can spread bacteria. People are starting to worry about it. So uh, yeah, we're booked up on the water tank cleaning. I think we're officially 121 percent up, which is ridiculous, wow. isn't it? Very I, good. I think yeah. people don't realise, even though the municipality has said you should probably get your water tank cleaned every six months. I don't think people. I, I'm I'm wondering how many people actually are doing that. How many landlords? How many folks are paying for that to be done? I think because it's out of sight, out of mind. People just don't don't even think about it. But mm. I think I mentioned a few weeks ago when my wife realised that we're making ice cubes from the water that comes out of the water tank, and she looked in the water tank and went, "Oh my goodness, yeah. it's uh, yeah, scary." It's that top. The top that's on the water tank isn't as tight as you might imagine. So at best, normally we find sand. That's at best, and normally about like four or five inches in an average tank. Uh-huh. Um, but I would say sixty to seventy percent of the time, should we just call it something more than sand? Oh, Is that yeah. the best way? Yeah. Um, because we don't really want to scare people. We've had birds. We, yeah, we, always, we have. Always wonder how they got in, but they yeah. maybe they went in before the, t- the tank was closed up. Do you remember that one? There was one specific that I saw, which was on the front. And hmm. um, I, we still don't know how that got in because it had a, a lid over the top of it and it was a submerged tank. So at that point, we're like, well, I have no clue how this physically got here, but it's there. Wow. So, yeah, and that, that could have had serious health problems. And if you're in a new community and the water tank has uh, not been covered over whilst, um, whilst we're finishing construction, there's quite oh. often construction waste in there and plastic bags and all sorts. So, yeah, it's a good thing to do if you move into a new property okay. or a new community, get your tank clean. Is, is it, a, is it a, a long job? Is it a, a very detailed thing to do to go in and clean these tanks? Yes. Um, yes. <laughs> Short and sweet. Yes, it I think is. It's, uh, it's, it's like an 18-stage process. That, uh, that 18 stages? Changes. Well, yeah, because you have to, you're using really harmful chemicals. Okay. So to do it the correct way, you have to be licensed by Dubai Municipality, um, and you have to follow their process rigidly. Uh-huh. And um, it's a really good process, to be fair, and what you can guarantee at the end of it is anything that was in your tank has been obliterated. Um, but uh, they specify what chemical you can use. It's only one chemical that they will allow. Um, and they have a really rigid process to make sure that um, when it is finished, it's A, safe, um, and secondly, uh, that uh, it is done properly. How long does it take? Um, average tank, normally about three hours. And so if you have a house with two tanks, you're looking at a, a six-hour day? 
Well, setup takes a bit of time as well. Okay. Um, so normally I would say with the two tanks, you find that one is smaller than the other as well, which helps. And you can get some economies by assuming that people are okay with you. Um, dis- uh, at some point, you're going to have to cut the water. Yeah. So you can be draining the uh, one of the tanks whilst cleaning oh, the other I one. So you, you, your tanks you are full. You've got to drain them exactly, out too. Yeah. So you can get some economies as you go. So probably four and a half of the two tanks. Oh, okay. And uh, again, something we need to get done if, uh, you know, it, it, the recommendation is twice a year. Yeah. You find people who, who've started getting them clean keep coming back to you guys to get this done on, on that kind of rigid schedule? I, th- I think anybody who sees the process and sees what comes out of the tank, it, it then becomes more important than the thing, oh, wow, I've got to put that in the diary for, for six months. Or so. yeah. yeah. We've got a genuine picture on the website. It's not a scary picture, actually. It was just the day when yeah. we were taking photographs and our guys were tank cleaning. And um, we were looking at it the other day going, gee whiz, that's an average one. <laughs> and um, you kind of forget until, and that was literally just, there was no setup. It was just yeah. on the day when we were taking the photographs. That was it. And that will happen to be the one that we were doing. Wow. So, you know. Obviously, ACs are still uh, high on people's lists. And, and, and this is a lot of the stuff we, we end up talking about. And it, it seems to be on the car show, on, the, on the, the, the do-it-yourself show. It's preventative maintenance also becomes really important. And, and if you leave stuff, you're, you're asking for trouble. And we, we're always banging on about getting servicing done regularly to make sure yeah. that your units are not, not working under strain. But uh, at the moment, we're getting lots and lots of breakdowns. People are perhaps running their unit full pelt. It's not running as well as it should, and mm. parts are starting to go. So at the moment, we're doing tons of compressors, fan motors. This is, it's an awful time of year to be doing that stuff, it, if, especially when we're hitting in the upper 40s. Yeah. Your guys are up on roofs, and well, they, they are superhuman. They are oh, our guys. They're utterly incredible. But, um, you know, we do what we can to, to help. The reality, if you're an AC tech, is you're going to be in quite a lot of yeah. hot weather. You know, as a career decision, you need to be <laughs> okay with that. Um, but we try and help. We've got these two absolutely enormous industrial ice machines. Okay. Um, I mean, to give you an idea, they produce about three quarters of a ton a day of ice. Wow. Um, and the guys have a, a free-for-all every morning. Uh, we empty three enormous freezers um, every morning. Um, so they're able to stay cool uh, within that environment. So lots of water, without a doubt. We give them rehydration salts Picari as well. sweat. We go yeah. through industrial amounts of Picari sweat. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> and, um, and it's just about um, keeping them safe within that environment. Ah, nice. I, I'm always amazed because you know I, I've recently had some AC work done. One of the fan blades on my uh, Lennox, uh, I, and I don't know how old, well, 18 years, yeah. went yeah, and two of the units have had this. So one of the other units has had this happen, and, and it's just you know, just broke. Yeah, and I'm always amazed at how complicated AC units are when you start looking at the wiring. And there's uh, there's often depending on the age of these units, there are electronic boards, and the, the uh, it's it's not a simple machine. And there's lots of places where things can go wrong. Lots of joints that have to be the right amount of flux before you're doing your, your soldering, and it's it's crazy. Well, th- this is why you need a qualified professional. Yeah. You know, we only employ people with really good qualifications. Our guys have all done a one, two, three-year course. They're basically studied at university. So it's electric. Mm. It's, uh, yeah. Yeah. it's complicated. You, it's, we always joke about it's not a job your gardener should be doing. It's, uh, it's tricky. You know, we, um, we then carry on with that process. They come, anyone who joins us, 
has to go through it's a minimum of three weeks normally it's about a month uh, we have boards in our warehouses where they have to do all of the connections that you would need on an ac on a big board um all managed by our head technician okay. and um if they don't pass that in the first instance they don't even get to meet dan and myself it's right. literally as 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 cutthroat as that yeah. Um, but they have to be on that level that people you know people yeah. really trust us so we have well, to make sure we've got that absolutely right I guess the last thing and, and everyone's had this happen once or twice in their experience where you've had something fixed and then only a day later to be called back and it's uh, it's doing it again and nothing worse than that especially if you're talking AC at this time of year yeah, and if something does go wrong, we, we get back as fast as we can. We always try to keep the same technician so he, he knows the history on the job. It's, you know, sometimes th- things just don't get fixed the first time, particularly tricky jobs like uh, yeah. like a gas leak, for example, can be quite uh, quite tricky to get in one go. We, and also we, we measure every redo. We call them our redos because um, they're our worst nightmare. Having to go back to a job, um, especially at this time of year when we're backed up with work, yeah. um, is a real pain. Um, so for us, we uh, we keep it to the absolute bare minimum. Every single redo uh, results in a meeting that happens through the technician who did the work originally, the senior technician who had to go back to review the redo to work out what was it that went wrong, was there anything we could have done to avoid that, and then at the weekly team meeting of everybody, they then share it to say, uh-huh. okay, chaps, this is what happened, let's not do this again, if it was our fault. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. This, this is almost a little bit of a view behind the curtain of the the fixing guys. <laughs> <laughs> I've probably told too much. <laughs> well, I, I, you know, I and I just think there's you know when we see the we see the purple trucks or we see people out there doing things and you just there's a whole bunch of assumptions maybe based on the guys who show up with the the spinnies bag with their tools on how things work and when when you actually peel things back you start realizing hold on this is a business like every other business and the people coming to do the work hey you're you're paying for that quality so that you get it done right and you get it done right the first time it seems to be quite big in some of the newer communities like where i'm living at the moment where everybody's sharing referrals do you know a guy on a you know, the, the cheap man who can come around and fix your ac who comes around the plastic bag like said with a few tools and this guy's probably not qualified he's going to do something dangerous with your wiring he's got the potential to, to cause a fire this is not something you want around yeah. you yeah and we've um, we've mentioned it before that 30 to 40 percent of our work is doing redoing work that's been done by somebody else I mean, that's how much the Bosch yeah. culture still is in Dubai, which we just find ridiculous. You know, we've got such a bad rap as an industry, the um, the yeah. property maintenance industry. Everybody hates us. And, you know, because and the first thing they say is because you guys cost too much. You guys, you know, it's like, hold on a second. I think quality actually is the worst thing, yeah. which is for the majority of, um, of the operators who are the budget merchants. Um, they, they have these constant problems and coming back time and time again and not being able to get hold of the guy um, yeah. who previously you've paid. All these are still standard things that 10 years ago, Dan and I were looking at going, surely this can't survive, this can't continue. Yeah. And um, and still, you know, these things are happening on a frequent basis. Well, you know what? We've got you guys here this evening. If people have questions about anything that's going on in, in their property with, with respect to maintenance or improvements, give us a call. Get on the line with the SMS number. Fire a question away. Colin and Dan are here from We Will Fix It. That's wewillfixit.com or 800-FIX. I've always wanted to go to Sicily. I've never been to Sicily. I've never been. I've spent a lot of time in Corsica, um, but I've never been to Sicily. That would be nice. I've I've only seen the ferry coming back from Corsica to Nice. Yes. But I've never been to Corsica. But I've been on the beach in Nice watching that ferry come in for the four o'clock wave. Yes. The wave is legendary. I was about to say exactly the same thing. See, we used to take a ski boat with a skier on the back who was feeling a bit brave. 
and then um, because the boat couldn't go over it because it is it was enormous wasn't it's, it that it's, way it's giant yeah so actually what we do is we throw them on the whip so they're going at probably about 60 miles an hour <laughs> And they take off. Not one person ever landed it, but that was the deal. That's if it. they landed yeah. it, there were all sorts of prizes available. And that was always the fun, sitting on that beach, and it's a rock beach in Nice there, and people have got their, their towels all really close to the water, and you see the ferry coming in, you're going, wait for it, wait for it. <laughs> Who are today's newbies? <laughs> oh, man. Hey, we got some great questions coming through. And by the way, if you want to get those questions and you know how to do it, uh, washroom extraction fan question. And I'm thinking about these, and, and as I was reading these questions, I, I, I started checking around my own house just to see, huh, how loud are these fans? And, and how's, how's my fan working? And, and what's going on here? Um, they're, they're different volumes. Some of them are loud in the house, in my place. Some are quiet. I've got like four different types of extraction fans. Well, they tend to get noisier as they get older. Yeah. So as they sort of spin slightly off their axis and get a bit noisy, a bit of a wobble. On there, but it's not not a difficult job to change. Um, but you need to make sure you've got the right size. So it's best so to they take come in a variety of different sizes. Lots of different yeah, sizes because okay. they normally sit in the window. So you've got to make uh-huh. sure you take it with you. Make sure you uh, you get the right size. Not a difficult do- job to do, but make sure you isolate the electrics. Don't just switch exactly. it off on the wall. Exactly, I was about to say that. Electrics, electrics, electrics. If you are not totally competent with electrics, do not do this job. It is you can electrocute yourself. It's actually on this job very easy to do. Electrocute yourself. Yes. The safe way of doing this is to, first of all, have a look inside the distribution board, which is the big box that's got all the breakers. Um, On the inside of the door of that, there should be what we call a load schedule, which is telling you uh, the reference code for the right um, breaker, which will isolate your fan. Once you've found that, isolate that particular breaker. Which means turn it off. That means turn it off, yes. Then go back to the fan and try and turn it on because that's your fail safe. Mm-hmm. So go back, try and turn it on. You really hope you've got the right breaker and it is off. If it turns on, we just saved you. So yeah. um, be thankful for that. Um, after that, it's uh, a simple case of um, taking the uh, the connection for the power out. Um, and then normally these fans are in two halves. So um, it's disconnecting one half and making sure it doesn't fall out the other side. Yep. Um, and then grabbing the second half, take both halves with you. Um, also, it's a good idea to take a picture of the hole as well, just to see if you have got any uh, variation that would work um, once you're in the shop. Well, I, I started walking around the neighborhood and looking at people's fans. So they, they must have thought this is a real loon. <laughs> I, was walking, I was walking the dog. so I just uh, And I noticed some of these people clearly change fans and some of them didn't seem to have any uh, molding in the window slot. So yes. it, and I thought, well, this isn't good because we got hot air now from the exterior coming into this washroom. You won't believe the variety of, <laughs> of fans. And it just so happens that I know a fair bit about this. Mm-hmm. For instance, in the springs, there is, uh, in a lot of the properties there, there's only one extractor that sits on the roof. Really? Yeah, it's exposed the elements. Well, hmm. you can imagine how long that lasts. So, people of the springs, if you don't have an extractor anymore, it must be likely to be one of those. Also, if I remember rightly, Dan, that particular fan um, was certainly not supplied for a very long time. I'm not sure if it's even back now. So, there's a real issue with that. And also, if you're rewinding motors, which is, if somebody gives you a really cheap quote for a motor, and they say, oh, I can get it repaired, what they're actually doing is rewinding, um, which is... Mm-hmm. Um, dangerous let's put it that way i I had a lawnmower rewound yeah 18 years ago yeah so rewind still works but when i saw the motor and they rewound it by hand yeah when i saw it i went really 
Mm. Um, it still does work. But I use the push more and more. The, 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 the hand, the Bosch push more and more just because, yeah. especially as it's gotten older, I kind of look at it and go, I don't know. But think about lawnmower. So a lawnmower is an isolated piece of equipment that's yeah. used outside, and you've got a big long handle keeping you away from uh, the motor. Right. So now let's turn that to an extractor, or also the normal thing that's rewound is AC fan motors. Really? Yes. Okay. Um, and those are in your bedroom or in your bathroom, and when that sets on fire, there's a bit more implication to it than, mm. than a lawnmower. Well, people need to think through that rather than just thinking, oh, I've got to guys off me a cheap um, cheap way of fixing this motor. It's not as safe, especially in the UAE, as it might be okay. uh, to get a new one. Don't go to a large Chinese supermarket and buy sub-quality, uh, substandard goods. Uh, yes, not uh, not for ACs because they're not available, but mm. all of the types yeah. of fan modes that are available in this particular okay. location avoid <laughs> like the plague. So the other thing I noticed about all these different fans in fan modes is there's there are so many different ones. I, I saw one that had grills on the outside that seemed to come up when they yeah. were on. Well, the Expeller one. Yes, well done. And, yeah. and I noticed that there were a few of those where they weren't going down because I stopped. I thought, well, a lot of people are using the toilet at this moment. And then <laughs> yes. I realized, no, it's just that Sand. fan's not even on. And I thought, okay, that, that's, a, that's a problem. It's stuck. It's not working. Uh, but just the sheer variety. It's, any recommendations in particular from you guys? Um, Expelair is actually is, is yeah, one of the, the brand. better brands. Okay. Um, but again, um, look at what you've got. Work out you know how how long is it that you think it's been there. If you can go like for like, not necessarily on brand but on type, mm. um, it will save you a lot of hassle. You think it's Satwa electrical lighting? Um, electrical lighting, yes, they do have um, a fairly decent range. A lot of the Satwa shops have um, have decent stuff as well. You. And, um, you know, the, all the shops in Satwa kind of do have their cheap ranges as well. Ask the guys, honestly, is this, is this good quality? Are you selling me good quality? Or are you selling me the cheapest thing that you can possibly find? Because that's what the majority yeah. of people will ask for. So they'll tell you, honestly, if what they're selling you is rubbish, only if you ask them. Okay, so ask. Yeah, first year or two, that's what how Dan and I got to know um, the good stuff and the bad stuff. And it, it took a long time, but everybody will answer honestly. And the, the good guys from the bad guys. Absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> there we go. was an amazing place. Um, I, I, staying in the washroom, a toilet tank issue. The toilet tank seems to not be attached to the base of the toilet. And uh, I guess the question is, how do you fix this? Okay, well, first of all, it's not good. Oh, okay. Um, there we go. You can either... You might just get a, uh, a nice, simple fix, um, but there is probably a 70% chance, I reckon, that you're going to need a minimum a tank if they sell that separately or, alternatively, the whole lot. If oh. in the case of Ideals... No, no, Villaroy and Bosch. Villaroy and Bosch, yeah. Villaroy and Bosch do not sell separate tanks well, anymore. I, I'm just thinking, generally speaking, when you walk around villas... There are so many different types of toilets with these tanks on them. They they come in, it's a set. Mm. That, you know, if it's a 10-year-old place or even a 7-year-old place, are you going to be able to walk back to your favorite porcelain dealer or your, you know, your ceramic dealer? Is, is ra even Rack Ceramic, are they going to still be selling the same product they were selling five, seven years ago, or are they going to upgrade it and change? So, first of all, it's, um, it's different when you live within a development than an independent okay. villa. Um, right. In an independent villa, it's really difficult, and so much so that we start measuring the distance between um, the, um, the hole in the ground. What should we call that? 
I'm trying not to say anything naughty. Well, well, well the toilet connector is... Oh, thank you. Yeah, the yeah. toilet connector location, people. Yeah. Um, and the wall. Um, you said that, that way. poop shoot, by the anyway. I wasn't sure I was allowed <laughs> to say that, James. <laughs> now you've ruined it. Um, so we'll measure that distance and then try and get a compatible toilet that way. But then and you and are buying the whole unit. That's a big problem, though, isn't it? I mean, yes. there is a lot of difference. in And, and, and sometimes, once, I'm sure, when you take off the base... There must be some issues if it has not been done to spec, if there were some issues with the tile when they were doing it, how high that 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 base pipe is coming out from the tiles. Yeah. We've actually got three different types of um, uh, three, connector. Three connector yeah. types. So with different offsets to just oh. try and get around these kind of issues. And, um, you know, the guys keep all of them in the vans um, yeah. when they're changing toilets. Are, are toilets expensive? Like, I have no idea. Incredible. Well, um, there's a range. Yeah, there is a range. I mean, the cheapest um, from a certain place that shall not be mentioned, three fifty to four hundred. Okay. Um, but then again, the issue with those tends to be that the toilet flushes aren't standard, so you'll get a good okay. six months out of it. Oh. And uh, then when you come to try and replace that uh, toilet flush, you'll find you have a bit of fun and games. Okay. That's not all of them, to be yeah, fair, but that's yeah. that's that's a significant number. The other thing is, uh, and again on this question, what happens is you have the two screws that basically are there uh, and designed to attach the tank um, to the bowl. Right. Um, and, and, I, and I noticed that because with this question, I then went and take a look at all my toilets yeah. to see how do these things actually work. Yeah. So the issue tends to be um, that at best these have got loose, and okay. but they tend to get loose only if they're nylon. Uh, um, if they are metal, they tend to stay a lot better. Do, well, the, do the metal ones tend to rust away after a while? Uh, some of them, in the old days, they used to be um, uh, just a straight GI. These days, um, at worst, they tend to be galvanized. Normally, they'd be brass. Hmm. Um, so you don't tend to have that, that okay. problem too much. But Dragon Mart units. So the, the physical porcelain castings with those tend to be a little bit thinner. Uh-oh. So the issue is, if you imagine if you're, you're, especially it's guys thing, isn't it? When you're on the toilet and you lean back against that tank. Yeah. Well, at that point, if you've got a thin, um, uh, a thin casting, um, then there's a good chance you are going to crack that tank. Okay? No idea that you've done it, probably initially, and then uh, a week or so later, you start getting that odd dribble on the floor, and you're like, hmm, well, it wasn't us. It wasn't me. It wasn't <laughs> me. And that's when it all starts to go a little bit wrong. Yeah. So, again, false economies from that, that side of things. So mm. if that's 450 dirhams. Top end of the scale, you have um, yeah, certain manufacturers who decide, well, it's not worth us actually just bringing in a tank anymore, and we're the only people who provide it. So on that basis, we're only going to bring in full toilets. Well, at that point, you can be talking two and a half thousand. Wow. Yeah, and that's not that's not like a throne. That is just a standard toilet that's used in a lot of developments here. Okay. Well, the nicest thing is a lot of the um, bigger developers that we have in Dubai use the same brand. So there's a lot of it ideal standard, a lot of Villaro mm. and Bosch, and that stuff's readily available. Not crazy money, and, and we're very very used to dealing with it. And we tend to keep it in stock. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, the toilet seats for all of those we've got. Um, the flushes on those are pretty standard, so we keep um, different variations of those in stock. Um, and again, it's just a question of trying to be as quick as we can when people desperately need that. We went into a, uh, a new development last week, because you went to visit, where the villas are going to be like 20 million dirhams, and then you go around and they're still using the same toilets as the springs. <laughs> yeah, it was, <laughs> it's a little troubling. It, it, it was quite an interesting experience, I must say, how the, um, the other half... <laughs> are going to live. But they, so. they don't have all these fancy Japanese toilets with all the gizmo widgetry in there? Th- there's plenty of fancy there, um, just in kind of lots of different locations. And then okay. 
there's other things that are exactly the same. Wow. So, you know, they've, they've got all of their control systems that yeah. you'd expect in a place like that. So, um, a very, very nice development it was, too. Hmm. Uh, Colin and Danner here, by the way, from We Will Fix It, We Will Fix It.com. We're taking your calls and questions about maintenance and repair of, of where you live. No question is is too small, and, and you know, ultimately, no question is, uh, is, is uh, what I would like to say. People always say, James, you ask some of the stupidest questions. No question is stupid. All questions are good. If you want to get involved in the program, Program. This is how you do it. You're listening, by the way, to the Fix It Show right here on Nightline, Dubai I 103.8 FM. We were just talking off air about that you guys have sourced someone who does catios. Yeah, we've we had questions before about building an area where your cats can go outside but they can't jump over the fence or some yeah. some kind of enclosure for them to run around in with chicken wire and yeah, basically a carpentry job. But we we found somebody this week, uh, Peter from Red Links Technical Services. Okay, he's doing lots of work in my community at the moment, uh, small carpentry jobs, building shelving in the garage, that kind of work. But he does catios. He's got them on his Facebook page. So okay. have a look at Red Links. He does some fantastic catios. And, and how big are these things? Pretty big, I say mm. like ten, 10 foot square. Okay. Yeah, pretty pretty and, decent size. And do cats like them? Well, it seems <laughs> to be quite, it's very, very, pop, very popular in North America. If you okay. go on Pinterest, there's loads of them. Really? All different designs. Yeah. Okay. I've got a garden cat. <laughs> and um, You're not you putting know, that cat in the catio. If I put if I put her in the catio, then I think the catio would come off second best. Yeah. In fact, my dog comes off second best. <laughs> and she's tiny, but you wouldn't mess. Yeah. You really wouldn't. Awesome. So no yeah. no birds in your yard either? I haven't seen a bird in years. <laughs> <laughs> Between the dog and the cat, yeah, the bird doesn't stand a chance if it lands there. Okay. Um, there, there we've quite the theme here. We're still on toilets. And <laughs> this isn't the most glamorous subject, is it? You I don't understand how this is happening. Fifteen no, minutes on yeah. toilets. I mean, really, people? Here's, but this is an interesting one because we all go to the malls and, and men going into the washrooms, they go into the, the, the toilets there and there, there are urinals. And this question is asking... Did somebody really send this in? Yes. Or is this a yes. setup job? No, no. I'm, I've, this came in. Go on then, James. Go on. Is it possible it. to install urinals in a home? I mean, who would genuinely <laughs> want to do this? Well, I discussed this at home before I came out. I said to my wife, it looked terrible. She said, it's a great idea. It'll stop you decorating the bathroom. You see? Oh, God. You see? I didn't need that you in see? my head. Mm. See, this and, is the problem. And you do what they do at Schiphol? You, when you've flown through Schiphol yes, Airport? Yes. And what do they have in the, the male urinals there, in the urinals? What's in the urinal? A little uh, a little picture of a bumblebee. And oh, an aiming point. And that's what oh, exactly. Right. Yeah, that oh, I never saw that. And, and I did go to the um, two em- bathrooms. Emirates uses it in some of their flights as well. But you know, ah, what, you know what that has done at Schiphol? It has reduced the cleaning costs of the male washrooms by 70%. That's <laughs> genius. Because guys aim. And awesome. they're not they're not just free flowing. If if they'd have gone one step beyond <laughs> and scored it, can yeah. you imagine? <laughs> that's next. <laughs> that's genius. Maybe we've got our new business idea. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's cunning. Right, urinals in a home. Yeah. Okay. So, um, pure theory, yes, you can do it. Mm. Okay. But the practical side of it retrofitting would be a pain in the it rear would be end. Incredibly ugly yeah. as a process because you need to have exposed um, pipes to be able to do it. Also, the difference between a toilet and, the, uh, and a urinal is the physical flow of water is not normally 
hand operated in a urinal so you need to have an automated system for the delivery of that water Mm. um, to clean the urinal itself so that makes it a lot more complex and painful to do yes it's doable but it would be ugly and mm. it would probably have an expense to it as well. So, oh, yes, yeah. if you really wanted to, but don't expect your but bathroom you, to look So, good. you guys have never done any? Never in a month of Sundays, <laughs> and we never will. Well, that's the first time in <laughs> 10 years anybody's ever mentioned that. There you we know, go. This, this week, we actually went past 100,000 jobs. We've finally done it. We've been talking about it for well, a while. We're almost there. Jobs. We're almost there. And we did it. Did I you think have a party? You know, we were that busy. We were just, <laughs> we were just, uh, you know, focused on the next day. But we really, it, it really is quite an achievement. So well done, Dan. Well, yeah, um, well thanks, done, guys. Congratulations thanks on to the whole We Will Fix It team. <laughs> yeah, I greatly appreciate every one of you and our customers for that matter. So we thank you. We haven't publicised it yet, but there is a big prize coming for the one hundred thousandth customer. Um, really? We will be announcing that shortly. Obviously, we've already passed the landmark, but uh, we'll be we'll be announcing it shortly. It's going to be a very nice prize. Oh, cool! Congratulations to that thank winner. You. Yeah. Mm. Thank you on behalf of them. Yeah, exactly. Yes, uh, upholstery right. questions. Now, I remember weeks ago, I don't know if we were talking about this on air or off air, but one of you guys has had a lot of, maybe both of you have, have no, moved a fair amount, and so you've reupholstered that sofa. Yeah. No, it wasn't moving. It's every time my wife got that. pregnant. That was the issue. So, um, you know, we've, um, and every time she gets pregnant, she suddenly comes up with this the most ridiculous ridiculous plan for the sofa so it's been done three times now um two kids actually there was before once which um was just just a random yeah just a random but dan do we all use the same guys yeah i've been to the same guys i've bought furniture from the one before which the cats have terrorized and the ones who get it done in uh, crocodile skin like a lazy boy chair i've done it in a crocodile skin amrit furniture is is brilliant so amrit are on al hadeba street which is also known as plant street just around the corner from the iranian hospital great guys in there communication is very good they've got all these books with a hundred different you know, styles and colors of, of fabric and, and different materials mm. um t- tend to drop off your piece of furniture they will pick up and they get it done in a, in a few days wow great value for money it's so much cheaper than buying a new piece of furniture just go in there and get it covered I mean, I've, I've got a 30 year old sofa mm-hmm. that that actually looks good but you know just i think some of the cushioning needs a little bit of a mm. uh, you know a redo 30 years old brought it from canada mm-hmm. nice and always looking at it going, you know, maybe we need a new silver then. It's always it's yeah. quality there, isn't it? Uh, it's real quality. Yeah, it is. Yeah. That's the thing. It's it's just, you know, a few cushions, maybe a little covering. Well, I'm going to check this out too. They also do, um, we call it carpets. When we, carpets. We, we had a baby on the way. My wife was yeah. worried about dropping the baby. We wanted to, to put carpet down in the baby's uh, baby's room. So we went to Amrit. They, they did a fantastic really? carpet for us. Great value for money as well. Nice. Mm. Yeah, that's very cool. If you've got questions, you want to fire them through to the Fix It Show. Dan and Colin are here from we will fix it we are standing by Colin and Dan here from we will fix it and we are answering your questions if you've got an issue with anything you're trying to do around your property get in touch they uh, they've got lots of answers to so many things we've we've covered upholstery we've covered everything that could possibly go wrong in a uh, in a washroom and we're moving on which is very good uh, question that I want to install bike hand bike, bike hangers any tips uh, yep, buy a buy good quality one. There's lots of bike shops around now. So Wolfies and Cycle Hub, very yeah. stiff ones. Do they, do they sell the products there? They do. Oh, yep. Okay, and there you, you go. Need to work out how many bikes you're going to store, and you can you can drill it yourself. You need to have a big M6 expansion bolt. Make sure you measure the the distance between the the bike handlebars to make sure you're not overlapping. Yeah, there you um, go. It is a job you can do yourself. Impact drill as an absolute mm-hmm. minimum, and um, 700 watt would be a recommendation as a minimum. 
I live next to the Dubai cycle track, so I walk around my community pushing the pram, and almost everybody's got bikes. So if you want some ideas, have a walk around Mira. There's hundreds of them. There we go. Easy. And and just as a tip, if you're looking to get any of these parts and you're going to Ace during Ramadan, excellent time, because at 10 o'clock at night, people are not going to Ace. That's an interesting point, because Ace do have them, don't they? Yeah. And um, also, if you need... They have those M6 bird things, too. Poles, they do, but some metal ones. I'm not happy with the pricing uh, there. Yeah, well, that that know, was the only thing. It was it's incredible. They're they they were premium. The bird spikes. Yeah. The bird yeah. spikes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm going have, with the squirt gun. We have got a supplier now. Okay. Who's, um uh, We found out finally he's got 1,500 meters available. Yeah, so yeah. very okay. soon we as a company will be offering that as a service. It's um, a kilometer and a half. I know. It's wow. going, isn't it? <laughs> so, mind you, if my wife has anything to do with it, that will be on my Did roof. you ever change but, yours? Uh, because remember you were going to... No, she hasn't mentioned it yet. Um, over the moon oh, She's about not that. listening. <laughs> she's definitely not listening, honestly, this time. Right? No way. Because um, you'd uh, installed it, and then the, there was talk that you were going to have to now reinstall it. I'd installed 28 meters, right? And that is more than your average house would need. Hmm. And then... Um, I was working on the day when I sent the, uh, the guys around there, and uh, instead they got Mrs. Thomas. And Mrs. Thomas reckoned that on top of the 28 metres, she needs another 45 metres. Okay. Okay. As we've just had the discussion, there are no birds in the vicinity anyway, thanks to the animals. Yeah. And yet we now need, what's that sum total? 63 73 out well you know what she probably noticed that as well and it'd be a third trip so at the moment I'm happy at my 28 metres bizarrely we have no issues with birds anymore uh-huh. but I do get the feeling that at some point I'm going to have to do that job again so you're going from here to Ace Hardware yeah. late in the evening <laughs> I, you know, I, this is an interesting thing and I and, and so um, I've, I've had a, a jacuzzi hot tub for 15, 16 years. Nice. And uh, run, it, you know, it's vintage. It's now running on le- what they call it legacy parts. Oh, you didn't the, get the motor rewound, yeah. did you? Well, that was really no, no, I, I do. I actually, I think one of my motors. I've um, got to the point I need to get a new one, so I'm just gonna. But I, I, I did open it up because I am very curious how these things are, and it seems to be it's the you know the the motors that you use for pushing water around your house. Those motors yeah, that are outside, okay. same motor. Great. Just needs different wiring jobs. So I'll get the pool guys to do it. I'll get that done. But what was interesting thing that I noticed, and I was at Ace because I needed some pH down. In 18 years of having this tub, I've never had issues with my pH. And all of a sudden, I'm getting very high pH. And I thought, interesting, because nothing's really changed. So I don't know. Alkaline as well. Yeah, yes, I don't I can know. imagine going acidic, but not alcohol. Yeah, so I thought that was very odd. It is odd. So I need to go to Ace to get some pH down. And that's when I was walking around, and I noticed that there was nobody there. So if you need some sales help, they're all there. And it's amazing. You must have been to a Home Depot or Home Depot in in the States or North America. They're open 24 hours a day. You go in at 2 o'clock in the morning, there's people who've had a very long night socializing, (laughs) pushing trolleys all over the city and buying stuff they don't need. It's the most strange experience. I really like that. And walking out with wood too, like you know, they're coming out with timber, yeah. two by fours. I need to go straight, straight, <laughs> straight to work. <laughs> what is going on here? It's coming out at sort of two in the morning, having uh, enjoyed the facilities um, with power tools, where it gets all a bit scary, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, exactly. Mm. There's a practicality to that. Uh, another question coming in: Tips on running wire in the back of a villa to light up palm trees and other things. Uh, any tips on doing that? I. I pretty sure we spoke about one of you had some wires in the back of your villa at one point that weren't covered and that you were running into some problems with shocks or someone was getting 
I think that was actually my father-in-law. Oh, okay. Good. Um, so, you know, first thing that I, I do whenever I go anywhere, I'm a, such a bad guest, it's terrible. <laughs> but I'm literally, if I'm in someone's garden, I'm automatic. I've already looked at your wine before I've said hello. And um, his was shocking. And um, Literally. <laughs> oh, no. Here we go. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. It'll, it'll happen again, but I didn't mean it. Oh, man. Um, so that all had to be redone. But in this instance, um, let's assume the basics, which is there is at least some kind of power outside. Yeah. Um, so uh, in terms of power, if you've already got a light somewhere that you can take a cable from, that makes life a lot easier. Mm, okay. um, ideally, um, there would be an additional um, sunken box where which is powered. That's like the holy grail. You're really happy at that moment. Yeah. Um, but if that is the case, it's always important when you're coming out of a, any kind of junction box um, that you use what we call a gland, which is a basically gland. a waterproof connector oh, that you okay. kind of twist on. And at that point, um, they're designed to make sure that even though you've got the, uh, the hole for the wire to be able to get out, and um, that no water can get in. So mm. they're specifically designed for the job. Not expensive three, four dirhams each. Really? Okay. Yeah. Um, but uh, they work really well. Um, so you need to come out from that. It needs to be a different grade of um, wire. For anybody listening, if in your garden you have white wire, that is interior grade. It only comes in black. Mm. So mm-hmm. that's exterior grade, but there is interior cable that is also black. So you have to know what you're looking at. Yeah. Um, but uh, from there, once you've got the power... You need to run to the location, and again, for one light, and especially these days where most of them are, are low power, um, there shouldn't be really any issues with adding that to an existing circuit. Okay. And if you move into a new property and you see cables connected by black insulation tape, then call oh, on the, call oh, on the professional straight yeah. away. It's so common here. We see it all the time. And kids can get really hurt by it. Mm. You know, it's um, a serious point, um, but uh, really, that is just... Uh, I, I'm gobsmacked every time that I see yeah. it. How can that be acceptable? Yeah, exactly. Spend spend the money that you need to spend. Get it done right. Everyone's going to enjoy it, and no one's going to get hurt. Because it's so easy to get hurt, especially when you're watering things or there's little pools. And Absolutely. In fact, something we didn't talk about this job is uh, when you're running underground um, or on walls, anywhere where, in effect, you could get either a spade on it or where yeah. people might be digging, you need to think about protection. And it comes in different formats. Either you can buy armoured cable itself, mm-hmm. um, which, again, with armoured cable, I would still normally put it in a plastic conduit. And all conduit is is that black pipe that you sometimes yeah. see out and about. Um, some people will use a normal type of uh, exterior-grade cable, so not armoured, and then run it in a metal pipe instead. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So there's different ways of being able to do it, but it needs some form of protection if it's going underground to stop the chance of somebody getting electrocuted if they were to hit it with a spade. Yeah, there we go. Gentlemen, I hate to say it, but we've run out of time on the show once again, and uh, this is our last show. This is the last time you guys are coming in on the Nightline program. Uh, Unfortunately, it's been a lot of fun. Yeah. I've really enjoyed it, and you've been awesome, James. Hey, so you thank you for and that, thank and thank you, you guys for for doing oh, that. That's all. Um, but you know, like I said, the 20th of June is our last show of Nightline, and uh, I hope you guys will come and join us. Sounds great. That'll be good. And then we, who knows, we can take more calls then as well. <laughs> can you imagine? Just not toilets. I mean, yeah. seriously. I think I think that was it. A whole night of toilets. How can this be? We need to spread these out. We're gonna try and find a shirt wilder than that one you've got on. Unlikely. Oh, you I know what? It. I am gonna wear. I've already. Already got my my shirt for the 20th and it is 
the best one in my closet. Excellent. That's yeah. a big claim. You've got some. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this one is spectacular. Oh, wow. Absolutely. So I'm, Send us a preview on the group. I'd love to see it. Okay, absolutely. Uh, <laughs> with that being said, if you want to get in touch with Dan and Colin or the We Will Fix It crew, wewillfixit.com or 800-FIX. It's that simple. And uh, guys, we will uh, talk again really soon. Thank Thanks you so much for coming out.